Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. My name is Jillian Lee Garner. And I'm Courtney Bell. As we all know, every day millions take to the internet to find love, lust, a little something in between. While some of these hangouts result in exciting new relationships, some become devastating dates with death. We're about to share with you the story of one such deadly online connection, and hopefully, how you can avoid it. It's time for I Met My Murderer Online. I'll be the first to say that internet fame is intoxicating. With every new follower comes a potential new source of income that is huge. Anything can be capitalized on. Transactional relationships become the norm. The millions of followers with their faceless profiles and anonymous backgrounds help the influencer build their following and power. But among the endless sea of followers and subscribers lie sharks waiting in the darkness for their chance to turn on the person they follow. And when that alert of a new follower lights up a phone, it might also be a notification that someone just met their murderer online. If I knew that I could do something that would make me internet famous tomorrow, you better believe I would be all over my Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok. I don't even know what else exists. But if I knew that I could make money from people just wanting to see me during the day, I would do it in a second. Becoming a multimillionaire just from having a presence online and just from people thinking like, oh my God, she's so pretty and she has such a great life and I want to follow her. Mm -hmm. And you're making millions just on those likes, just on those interactions from people that don't know you. I follow people and I will obsess over how cool or special I think they are. Mm -hmm. Like rather than hate following someone, I follow someone almost with the desire of like never actually meeting them Mm -hmm. because it gives me something to aspire to and it it entertains me. It's like my TV for the day of like, hmm, I wonder what this girl is up to. It's been about five days, which brings us to exactly what's going to happen in today's story. And that goes to show that just because you're following someone or they're following you, You have no idea who they truly are Mm -hmm. or what their true intentions are. That's the thing. Everyone has done all of these things that we're talking about, right? Like you've sat online scrolling through old boyfriends or girlfriends, photos and images, imagining what their life might have been like had you been with them. And most of the time it is debatably an innocent distraction from your own world. But for some people... The stalking becomes so real that the lines begin to blur between the feelings they experience looking at images online with feelings of a real relationship. Forensic neuropsychologist Dr. Judy Ho explains. 
Sometimes people become a little too obsessed with the person that they follow. We call this obsessive love disorder. With OLD, someone thinks that they're in love with someone to the point where they want to control them as if they were a possession. Mercedes Moore became the object of many people's lust. She was a former stripper, an Instagram star, and she was able to capitalize on her image. Mercedes learned from an early age that she could make money dancing, and she was really good at it. After high school, she moved to Las Vegas with her then-boyfriend, where she became a popular dancer, sometimes earning four to $5,000 a weekend. That's your bad girl. Like, incredible. The fame and money that stripping brought her opened her eyes to so many other sources of revenue. But it was just a job, a means to an end. Her real name was Janae Gagne. Mercedes was just a stage name, conjured up because it symbolizes luxury and decadence. She added the last name of Moore because she always wanted more in life. Mercedes and Janae were not the same person. Mercedes was her alter ego, her stage name. The sexy stripper who partied with rappers and athletes was only a mask, one that she wore because it helped her financially, but it wasn't who she was. Her online persona was growing rapidly, not only in her local area of Houston, Texas, but across the country, as other celebrities started following her. Over time, Mercedes became more and more a piece of Janae. Mercedes' number of Instagram followers continued to soar with every celebrity subscriber and VIP party she attended. Cardi B, Megan The Stallion, mm -hmm. icons were among her followers. She partied with Drake and James Harden, and she was inching her way towards the A-list lifestyle. Until it all came crashing down. Janae had big plans for her future. She had designs to start her own clothing line and beauty products. She was a motivational speaker in the Houston area. She was much more than a dancer, getting by on just her looks. Janae had multiple sources of income. She had endorsements, income from motivational speaking engagements, sponsorships, and subscriptions. With her increasing revenue, she moved into a nice apartment in a gated community so that she would feel safer at night. In order to maximize her revenue streams, Janae needed to post almost daily. Her followers numbered in the millions, which I do think people underestimate how much work it takes to make a post. And I know that sounds silly, but when that is your job and you get paid for it, like there's, you you know, you put in two hours just for one image. Yeah, that's true. And people don't understand that with a brand deal, you get a copy, which is a script, and there are mandatory things that mm -hmm. have to be in them. And a lot of the times the video that you see that natural post on her story has actually seen three rounds of revisions and yep. she posted it wrongly in the beginning and this call to action is now appropriate and there's just actually so much more that goes into it that people yep. realize but that's because there's so much money involved. With over two and a half million followers, if Janae or Mercedes didn't post, it became a story unto itself. And... One day, in late August 2021, several friends noticed there had been no post from Janae in days. Her family became worried. The fact that she had two and a half million followers, you know I think, speaks so much to her lifestyle, like how much she grinds. That mm -hmm. is not an easy thing to get no, God, no. for just a former stripper and to have like all these celebrities caring about you. Yep. Like she really grinded. Yeah. 
it is a big deal when someone with two and a half million followers who isn't an actor, who isn't a musician or something, doesn't post. Like, that could be thousands of dollars that mm-hmm. she loses that day. So Janae had a younger sister named London who just idolized her. And Janae's father, who lived nearby, had been out of town on a fishing trip in Florida. But he received a call from London saying that she had not been in contact with Janae for days. And her Instagram feed hadn't been updated, which, as we've just talked about, is a huge red flag. Absolutely. London called me and said, Janae hasn't talked to me since Thursday. And then her friends... uh, were at the place I knew something was wrong I knew at that time something was wrong um I wouldn't have kicked the door in if I didn't know something was wrong and what I saw did not surprise me at that moment because I I knew something was wrong that's not my daughter she would call me all the time talk about daddy I'm checking on you and I'd be like no I'm checking on you you know that was our little joke and I knew something was wrong as soon as I got there yeah she didn't just not answer. That's not. Yeah, it. she does not not answer. At least her parents and her sisters. But yes. she she was always responsive, so that was strange. So when I got the call that a friend hadn't heard from her and Mark hadn't heard, and okay, what's going on? So that's when I talked to Mark. Her father, Mark, was often paranoid about her image being so public. Oh, it scared her. It scared the hell out of me. As a father, it really. My daughter was beautiful. That scared the hell out of me. And she kept trying to get more and more beautiful. She worked on it hard. That scared the hell out of me. My weekly, monthly conversation is, Janae, you have all these followers. Some follow you because they love you. Some follow them because they like your look. Some are crazy and some are obsessed. And I know that's a bad thing to say. Um, And that's why I guarded my daughter and that's why everything about her was personal her friends thought her name was mercedes moore i mean her friends didn't know where they lived janae when janae first got to houston she lived with me and we lived together for a while but when she went out on her own i was like janae you need she was basically calling me almost every night when you get home and after a while you could kind of lax and you get kind of used to it but janae's business had went from being in the clubs all the time especially like in houston she stopped doing a lot of stuff Houston and started doing a lot of private stuff. So I got a little bit more comfortable with what she was doing, you know, because everything was uh, was private and or a club where she had, I mean, she had security, her manager, you better have Janae security, you have to have this, you have to have that. I questioned Janae on everything. And so I got a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more relaxed as she got bigger and it got a little bit more professional. I mean, I'm still trying to get her to do, she wanted to do a hair company, which was beautiful. She's going to do a legging company called More Leggings um, because she thought she had big legs or whatever. (laughs) Well, of course, a mother's relationship and a dad's relationship is a bit different. So for me, of course, I was was, um, afraid of the number of followers she had. But for me, she and I were close enough to where, okay, what is it you're doing? We were in depth. Like I knew a lot of what was happening, what she was doing, where she was at. And so for me, I had a different perspective. I knew her dad was here. He was protecting her. Um, she and I had a, had that different conversation, right? Of being, of course, being safe. And who are the people you're hanging out with? Always be classy. You know, you are who you are. People are always going to, um, you know, two million people, not everybody's going to love you. 
Mark was always there for Janae for anything she needed. Janae and her father were close. Her parents had divorced when she was young, yet she still maintained a good relationship with both of them. If something was bothering Janae, Mark was confident he would have been the first to know. After trying and failing several times to get a hold of her, Mark decided to drive over and see for himself if anything was wrong. Mark was probably thinking Janae just wanted to have some alone time or catch up on some sleep, which she had done before. But what he found instead would haunt him for the rest of his life. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Janae Gagne was a 33-year-old woman living alone in a nice apartment complex outside of Houston, Texas. Her friends and family called her Nene, but her adoring public called her Mercedes Moore. On August 29, 2021, her father Mark went to visit the apartment to check on her as she had not been heard from in several days. I know my daughter, and when I got to my daughter's house um, and it was locked up and she's not answering my phone, which is not like her, I knew something was up, so I didn't hesitate to kick the door down. Forensic neuropsychologist, Dr. Judy Ho. There was no answer when Mark knocked. He tried her cell phone, which went unanswered. But when he noticed her BMW was parked nearby, he knew he had to break in. My daughter was on the ground. It looked to me like she fell down the stairs. And at that moment, I thought Janae had an accident and fell down the stairs. But, you know, Janae, like two, Janae wasn't fully, like, she looked like she had came home, was getting undressed and fell down the stairs. So I was like, baby, run upstairs. Yes, I have covered Janae up. No, and I kind of like turned away. When she ran upstairs, I saw the guy. Then I realized it wasn't an accident. And I'm almost okay in my mind. I mean, I, I know reality. And I'm almost okay in my mind about something that happens by an accident or something that happens like a, a death or a, like if you're sickness and stuff. That in my mind is not okay, but it happens. It's life. I'm not okay with murder. Okay. So as soon as she ran upstairs and saw the guy, that's when my anger level got so bad that all I could feel was hot anger. And all I could do is just sit there and watch him to the police got there. What I saw, I wouldn't want any parent to go through. Investigative journalist Joe Gardner describes the gruesome scene. Janae was found curled up in a ball at the foot of the staircase. From her skin color and being cold to the touch, it was obvious to Mark that she'd been dead for a while. She was half-clothed, and Mark suspected she'd fallen based on the way her leg sort of unnaturally bent underneath her. Can you imagine what Mark thought when he saw his daughter lying on the ground? The pain of knowing that his daughter is gone. I, I just think this entire layout of the situation, even the travel over, the time it would take to get to her place. You're the entire time. I feel like it's one of those intuitive things where sometimes you kind of know. Something bad happened. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would later say that what he found, he hoped no parent would ever have to see. What had happened to her? Half clothed at the foot of the staircase? Mark didn't know what to think. 
Police were called, but Mark didn't want strangers to see his daughter this way. Mark was beside himself. He asked his girlfriend to go upstairs to find a blanket to cover Janae's body, so that when the police arrived, she wasn't naked. In the blink of an eye and the kicking in of a door, Mark's world goes dark. But that wouldn't even be the only body that he found that day. Mark hears his girlfriend and rushes upstairs despite the desire to stay by his daughter's side. And when Mark enters the room after hearing his girlfriend scream, he sees her standing next to the body of a man lying on the bed with a knife sticking out of his throat. He was twitching, he was gurgling. I could look in the room. There's writing all over the walls. He was there for like two or three days, or two days, I'm sorry. Writing on the walls, bleeding out. There's blood all over the apartment, bleeding out all over the apartment. What did you do? He screams, what did you do to his girlfriend? Assuming she had stuck the knife in his neck. But his girlfriend hadn't done the stabbing. She'd simply walked into the bedroom looking for a blanket and discovered the man struggling to breathe on the bed. The man was still alive by the time police arrived at the scene. But shortly after, he was pronounced dead. Now two bodies lay dead in the apartment. Yet the crime scene still had some secrets to reveal. And there was blood all over the apartment. Some of it as droplets and some in larger pools. Yet Janae's body was not covered in blood. From the looks of it, Janae had been dead for at least a day. With no signs of blood loss, no cause of death was immediately given. But from what police found in the bedroom, they at least had a direction to start the investigation. Janae Gagne's life ended tragically in her Houston apartment, along with another man. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. When Mark Gagne busted down his daughter's door to see if she was okay, he found more than just her dead body. This is forensic neuropsychologist Judy Ho. To the public and the millions of followers, Mercedes was a sparsely clad sultry woman. To her family, Janae was a daddy's girl who preferred to snuggle her four foot 11 frame under a blanket with loved ones. Both women died that night. But what about the other man? The man Mark Gagne's girlfriend stumbled upon in the upstairs bedroom. To explain is investigative journalist Joe Gardner. He was identified as 34-year-old Kevin Alexander Accordo from Florida. And how did Kevin find himself in the bedroom of an Instagram model in the first place? At first, the police weren't sure of the connection between Kevin and Janae, but it didn't take them long to figure it out. Authorities determined Kevin must have been a follower of Janae, a.k.a. Mercedes Moore, but they aren't sure what app. With Kevin dead at the scene, police weren't certain they would find their answers. 
But there was one piece of evidence that shed some light on Kevin's dark thoughts. As it turns out, Janae had been killed most likely the day before her father arrived. But her killer decided to hang out in her apartment for a while. Using Janae's lipstick, he scrolled some of his random thoughts on the walls of her apartment. This is really disturbing. But when Mark found Kevin's twitching and gagging body, what he failed to notice at first were the messages written all over the walls. But when he saw them, he immediately knew the man dying on the bed was the man who had killed his daughter. The writing was literally on the wall. Kevin was clearly sorry for what had happened, but we'll never get the chance to hear why he did it. Here's what he wrote. Janae led me to think she cared about me, but wore another man's ring. I should have stayed in Florida. I wish I'd never met her. I was used for money, with the word money dramatically underlined. I'm sorry to the landlord and the community. Please begin to look into Mercedes' social media accounts to see where Kevin and her crossed paths. It would be ruled a murder-suicide. Kevin's cause of death came from self-inflicted knife wounds. Janae was strangled to death and suffered severe head trauma. Her cause of death is particularly difficult for her parents, Mark and Janetta, to comprehend. That's horrific. Being strangled to death is a horrible way to die. And it was horrible to even think about it. I try not to think about it. My first night, I got... We got here at three in the morning, me and some of my good friends. I mean, I got good friends for 30 years. Went to the place because I kicked the door. And so we had to, after the police left, we had to uh, secure the door and stuff. So we went in, just grabbed a couple of things, grabbed some paperwork and stuff, secured the door. I mean, it was just disgusting inside. Um, and I prepared everybody because I had been inside. When, when we left, I got home that night. If I slept an hour, that might have been it because when the detective told me that she would have been strangled, that's all I can think in my mind is I did not want my daughter to go out in any kind of pain or suffering or any kind of traumatic anything. And I would have been happy with the thought in my mind that he pushed her or she fell down the stairs because it's quick. And I know that's a bad thought, but I did not want my daughter to be in any kind of struggle, fight or pain. So I don't know how the guy got into the place because my it was locked up tightly and my daughter does not open the door for anybody. As short as she is, she still gets up to that peephole and would look just through and make sure it was me. I mean, I had to call my daughter. Janae let me in. Janae let me in. So I know, I don't know how he found her. Um, and I don't know how all this happened. That's the only part that I'm waiting on. Um, I know what happened. I know my daughter's dead. But questions remain. How exactly did Kevin know Janae? How did he find her address? Sadly, Janae's father, Mark, says speculation surrounding Janae's death grew on the internet, and rumors as to the cause of her death began. News stories and calls and everything started popping up without reaching out to the parents, without reaching out for information. And it went from false accusations of HIV or uh, COVID. COVID to other things, and nobody even reached out to talk to, to, talk to us. So 
when I was contacted, I'm here to set the story straight, let everybody know what happened. Janae was very loved, and she's probably loved more than we uh, would have thought of. Mark grew frustrated with the calls and emails he received asking about what he had really seen when he walked into Janae's apartment. Friends of Janae came to her defense. That is just disgusting. Like, what do you want to know? Yeah. Was that, I mean, again, her Instagram followers just simply not being able to let go of, like, needing to be so a part of what is going on in her day-to-day life? I just don't understand how you would think that is appropriate to ask somebody's father. Yes, it's someone's father. That's just absolutely awful. Like, uh, being a friend and getting horrible questions left and right, like, I'm sure, but to think it's appropriate to go to the family and not even the family but the man that walked in on Mm -hmm. the dead body Mm -hmm. to be like do you think it was because of xyz it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't your speculations are not what's important right now it isn't should not be involved in the conversation Mm -hmm. a friend and fellow instagram star h-town ciara tried to set the record straight she went online and posted that janae was killed by a crazy stalker and not a robbery victim or anything else. But it didn't stop the hateful comments online. Even though the police had their suspect, they were still unsure as to how Kevin found her in the first place. It is determined that Kevin must have been one of Janae's followers or subscribers, but even if he could have gotten through the main gate in her apartment complex, how did he even know where Janae lived? Janae's father, Mark, believes she must have given out her address to certain subscribers of hers, those who paid her in gifts instead of cash. Mark's theory was somewhat confirmed when he met someone at Janae's funeral who had sent Janae a beanbag chair to an address found online. The leading theory is that Kevin Accordo was one of Janae's OnlyFans subscribers who wanted to send her a gift. Armed with her address, Kevin made his way to Texas. If someone is determined they're going to find out personal information on the internet. Kevin Accordo was not only determined, but deranged enough to act on it. Who knows? Maybe he felt he owned a piece of her since he was paying her. That's a question we may never get answered. Janae Gagne, known as Mercedes Moore, was tracked down and killed by one of her OnlyFans subscribers. Forensic neuropsychologist Dr. Judy Ho describes just how ugly the internet trolls can be in a situation like Janae's. As bad as losing Janae was, what made it worse were the misogynistic accusations and comments that followed online. The victim blaming started almost immediately, claiming it must have been Janae's fault for getting killed because she dressed so provocatively on Instagram. Almost like Kevin had no choice but to kill her because she posted pictures of herself in lingerie. It's a horrible trend that many Instagram stars have had to deal with. Janae's mother, Janetta, says it was particularly hurtful. We needed to grieve initially. Her dad found her, can you imagine what that's like? So for him to have to see that and us process it, he and I to be able to to talk about, you know, what are the next steps, we would have appreciated at least that respect, but we didn't get that. And so, again, the the social media discussions and all the ins and outs of that, that was hurtful. And we're here to set the record straight. She didn't know this guy. He was a random person and he killed her and he killed himself. Investigative journalist Joe Gartner says it wasn't all hateful comments. 
She had millions of followers. Some of them famous, Cardi B, came to her defense. Drake dedicated an album to her memory. The killing shed light on the dangers of subscription-based services. OnlyFans was already in the spotlight at the time of Janae's death. They had just recently eliminated pornographic posts the week before, but caved to allow them back six days later. Today, OnlyFans has more than 120 million users and over a million content providers. It's a billion-dollar industry and one that isn't going away anytime soon. So those OnlyFans models have to remain vigilant about what they post online. Users will pick out any detail that provides their location. Mark Gagne said if he knew now what he didn't know then, he would have set up a P.O. box for Janae. Unfortunately, with many of these types of subscription-based followers, subscribers believe they're entitled to some sort of exchange. The entire relationship is transactional. And if one side doesn't get what they think they deserve, they can act out in many different ways. Sadly, for Kevin Accordo, his method of acting out was murder. Janae's mother, Janetta, is haunted by the thought of what was going on in her life as her daughter's was being taken from her. I think for me, I think about what I was doing when she possibly was killed. We're saying Friday, so you start to run in your head. Oh, I texted her. She didn't come back. We had sent her some pictures of the, of the family. And we were, you know, hanging out with some friends and texted her some pictures. And she'll usually come back and say, hey, mom, you guys are having a good time. What are you guys doing? And she did not come back. So then when this all plays out, you start to think, you know, where was I? What was I doing when my baby was being strangled to death and thrown down the stairs? So that's, I think for me, of course, short of not of seeing that. That's hard for me to think, what in your life, what were we doing? You know what I mean? And she's being, she's being killed. And, she, and, you know, Saturday goes by, she's, you know, laying dead. And we have this man in the apartment doing whatever. So that is hard. And that'll be hard to, to get over and think about, you know, the horrific death of strangulation and my beautiful baby. It's so yeah. tragic. I think there's no shame in anyone that wants to set up an OnlyFans account. No. Do it. Get your bag. If you're a dancer in a club, absolutely mm-hmm. do what you need to do. Do anything that makes you feel empowered. Don't send your address. If anything, if people are offering to send mm-hmm. you gifts, set up a P.O. box. Mm-hmm. Set yes, up a P.O. Yes. box, please. The whole thing is it's supposed to be play. It's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be some kind of mode of escape in some way again a form of entertainment and like take as you will indulge as you will but it's just so important to emphasize the fact that what she was doing was so right for her Mm -hmm. and so wonderful and it is absolutely terrible that somebody took advantage of her in that way Mm -hmm. Mercedes Moore didn't belong to anyone but Janae Gagne she was building her brand and was successful at it Kevin Accordo believed because he had paid his membership to Mercedes' OnlyFan page, he was owed something. When he saw Mercedes post a picture of herself wearing a ring her real-life boyfriend gave her, he snapped. Neither Mercedes nor Janae owed Kevin anything. But one thing is certain, Janae's entrepreneurial drive coupled with her good looks led her to turn to the internet for success. And while she did find fame and freedom, she also ended up meeting her murderer online. Stay safe, everyone. I'm Jillian Lee Garner. 
I'm Courtney Bell. Tune in next week for I Met My Murderer Online.